Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. hearings of Alejandro Mayorkas going on. We have, well, Iran at war with us as we keep discussing, even if we don't want to admit that we're at war with Iran. You don't have to admit it. They're going to keep engaging in attacks. I don't think this is is, is debate. And then, of course, uh, a southern border deal that doesn't seem to be in the offing if it means, of course, you have to have a deal on Ukraine because, well, these things shouldn't be tied together. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you. Congressman Jim Banks joins us right now from the Indiana 3rd District. He is also a candidate for Senate Republican in the state of Indiana. The the impeachment hearings are going on right now. I'm going to start there of Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security. Uh, the, the one good question that gets asked when when you see this play out is, if he's following the directive of the administration, how does one look to impeach him for not doing his job? Well, Tony, there are many reasons. And the, the Mark Green articles of impeachment that they're debating and marking up in the Homeland Security Committee right now uh, today that we're going to vote on on the House floor, um, hopefully as early as next week, lays out a number of reasons and, and examples of where Secretary Mayorkas has defied Congress. He lied under oath. He's aided and abetted an, a foreign invasion of our country, and he deserves to be impeached for that. So I, I fully support the measure, but I don't want to lose sight of the bigger issue, and that's that the president of the United States of America should be impeached for the exact same reason, 62, uh, Steve, my friend Stephen Miller laid out 62 examples of executive orders that Joe Biden has signed to open our border wide open and, uh, and, and, and do everything that he can to create the, the biggest humanitarian crisis in American history. We should be impeaching the president uh, at the same time as we impeach Secretary Mayorkas for all of the same reasons, not to mention the, the corruption, the the, the Biden family cartel activities with Hunter Biden and other members of the family making making money from our foreign adversaries off the back and relationship of their dad, the president of the United States. He should the president, Joe Biden, should be impeached because of the border situation alone, just just like we're going to impeach Secretary Mayorkas in the House in the coming weeks. But but allow me to, to just take it a, a step further uh, here regarding Secretary Mayorkas. Are there. You know, you talk about Mark Green. Mark Green is the chairman of, of the committee. And, and this is what Chairman Green had to say. Today is a grave day. We have not approached this day or this process lightly. Secretary Mayorkas' actions have forced our hand. We cannot allow this border crisis to continue. We cannot allow fentanyl to flood across our border, our criminals to waltz in undeterred. And we cannot allow a cabinet secretary with no regard for the separation of powers or the rule of law to remain in office. That is why today we present this committee with the articles of impeachment against Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. So 
what what Congressman Green is laying out there is, is rather strong, uh, discussing not only Mayorkas not doing his job, but violating the oath. Uh, are there specifics that you can dig into uh, about this actual the actual violation as opposed to just a failure to protect the border writ large? Yeah, well, I think that that in and of itself is is an example of him not keeping his oath. Uh, and and uh, upholding the Constitution of the United States, but but take for example, Tony, the over three hundred million dollars that that uh, Secretary Mayorkas has spent that was appropriated for FEMA to use uh, for disasters for the American people. That he's used that money instead to set up shelters in his efforts to aid and abet the foreign invasion of our country for illegals for illegals coming into this country instead of American citizens. That's one big example. But he lied under oath about having uh, control of the border. It's obvious that that uh, he doesn't have operational control of the border. The Mexican drug cartels do. And they're flooding our country and killing uh, uh, thousands of Americans. Fentanyl, the leading cause of death of Americans my age and your age, Tony, because of the wide open border, because of Secretary Mayorkas and President Biden's policies. So fully, fully support impeaching him. He deserves it. But I, I want to emphasize this again. The president deserves it even more. This is happening on his watch. Their policies that he signed into law through executive orders, defying the rule of law in this country and creating the, the biggest uh, crisis that our country has ever seen with a wide open southern border. Uh, but now all you hear is the Biden administration talking very, very tough uh, about the border. It's Republicans who are intransigent uh, about a border uh, security. And if you would just sign this legislation, well, then the president would have the ability to shut down the border. How have uh, Republicans in Congress responded to this? Well, m- most of us have responded with uh, ind- indignation and and uh, uh, quickly coming to our senses that this uh, deal coming out of the Senate that's negotiated by Democrats and they're, you know, I know, I know there are Republicans involved with it, but it's dead on arrival in the house. And speaker Johnson has made that very, very clear that the, the negotiated deal in the Senate, uh, uh, Tony would create a situation that's even worse with more illegals coming over our border than what, than who are, than what are already coming over. And it's all about aid, aid to Ukraine and, um, other matters and matter. It, there's a lot less about that deal that would secure the border. But tough talk from this president and his administration uh, is uh, is pretty empty, and we all know that. Anything less than the House passed HR two, which ends uh, catch and release, it finishes construction of the border wall, and it goes back to the Trump era remain in Mexico policy. Anything short of that will not pass the House of Representatives on Speaker Mike Johnson's watch. Uh, as mo- as all- almost every Republican would vote against it. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District, candidate for Senate in the state of Indiana. Uh, it was, of course, just the other day we learned that th- three U.S. service members were killed by Iran. This drone strike, the drone was not recognized as an enemy drone. They thought it was a U.S. or a friendly uh, drone, and they allowed it into the airspace uh, in this base uh, in Jordan Three service members killed. Uh, there is no response yet from the Biden I- I- administration. So a two-parter, and I don't mean to throw two parts at you. Uh, how should the Biden administration be reacting? And what is the response to those on the political right uh, who say, well, the problem is, is that we have troops there in the first place. That's the issue. 
Well, um, uh, let me take the first part of that question. Uh, the the Biden administration's weak response to this already, I mean, a, a weak response of, of no response, uh, just invites these types of activities to happen even more. We, we lost three of our heroes, likely a, a Houthi uh, attack uh, by, by a drone, um, which, by the way, has, we haven't happened, have American troops uh, killed by an aircraft in generations. And now it's happening all of a sudden because of the, the weak posture that the Biden administration had in negotiating a new Iran deal with, with, uh, 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 when Biden came into office that, that Trump killed and Biden tried to go back to that. We know that Iran is the biggest state sponsor of terrorism in the world. And when you give them money and appease them, they give those resources to, to Hamas Hezbollah, the Houthis, who are likely responsible for this attack. So there should be hell to pay in an immediate fashion for anyone who kills American troops. And right right now, you've seen the opposite. You you continue to see the weak need uh, response from this administration. Now, what are troops doing in Jordan? Um, what are they doing in that part of the world? I mean, I I, I don't know the classified nature of, of the operation there, but those the, the, obviously this is a hot spot in the world, and it's becoming hotter by the day because of the weakness and appeasement of Joe Biden, which is whiplash compared to the peace through strength approach of the of the Trump presidency. Remember, I mean, uh, Putin didn't invade Ukraine on Donald Trump's watch. Uh, Donald Trump took out Soleimani. He killed the Iran nuclear deal. He had the maximum pressure campaign against Iran. He cut off the funding that they were giving to their their proxy groups. These types of activities weren't happening when, when Donald Trump was in office, and they're happening at a large scale uh, with uh, with Joe Biden and these these uh, weak need uh, Democrats who are in charge of our foreign policy today. So I we have one year to get this guy out of out of office and stop the madness. The world is on fire because of Joe Biden, and uh, we need to re- replace him with a strong American leader. Go back to the Trump era policies. In fact, put Donald Trump back in the White House, and you'll see peace through strength and swift responses to situations like these. You probably won't see situations like these because our enemies won't dare attack us because they know there'll be hell to pay. Well, it's clear that the uh, policy of don't didn't actually uh, do anything. But it's it's an important distinction, one that I've made, that the idea of policy of whether or not we should have troops in the area is different than whether or not we respond to the, to the killing of U.S. troops. And you're saying there should be a response from the federal government, from the United States, regarding the killing of U.S. soldiers. Without a doubt. And, and it, should, it should have happened already. And the fact that we've already missed that opportunity to swiftly respond troubles me deeply, Tony. And, it, and it, uh, it, it troubles me and concerns me because we're likely to see uh, heightened examples of, of just what happened over the weekend, the killing of three of our, our troops. Um, I, 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 hate, I hate to think about it, but if you, if you have a weak need approach, you're going to see a lot more of those types of situations happen in the near future. Let me move the conversation a bit. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District. He is a candidate for Senate in the state of Indiana as as well. This was the Washington Post. Uh, and and full disclosure, uh, uh, one of one of your comms people sent it over and said, did you see this? I get things from members uh, and teams all the time. Hey, check this out. Hey, talk about this. I thought this was interesting because this was talking about where I live in Indiana. This is the Washington Post. Tired of hostile Washington, China courts Indiana and Minnesota. 
And it states when mayors from cities, including Carmel, Indiana and Oxford, Mississippi, went to China recently, they were feted in ways big and small and uh, test driving vehicles, uh, getting uh, royal treatment, enjoying some of uh, Mao Zedong's uh, favorite liquor, which is a certainly peculiar uh, thing to do. Uh, Carmel, Indiana is is where I live. That would be the former mayor, uh, Jim Brainer, not the current mayor, Sue, Sue Finkham. Uh, but this conversation is about China not stopping in trying to curry favor. We have talked Confucius Institutes before, what we saw on college campuses and your work to have them removed. What does this piece in, in the Washington Post, what does this story say to you? And is there a place for Congress within it? Yeah, there there is. It's a deeply concerning story. I, 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 just before I hopped on this uh, uh, interview with you, Tony, I was in I was in a hearing with the China Select Committee that I'm a part of, and uh, Secretary Pompeo was testifying before us today. If you remember, when Secretary Pompeo was the Secretary of State, he warned our nation's governors about getting entangled with Chinese interests. Yet, yet governors like our own who were traveling on so-called economic development missions in China and trying to lure business to the United States. Um, and, and Pompeo warned our governors about that. But this is this is an even con- more concerning story to me, because as as the Chinese figure out that they can't, as, as Washington becomes more aware to the China threat, now they're targeting our nation's mayors, including the former mayor of Carmel, who took this lavish, I mean, the, the Washington Post story is really alarming. It took this lavish trip uh, to China and on a on a on a mission. And, you know, sounds uh, it, it sounds like a really a really disturbing story. So what what Congress needs to do about it is crack down on these united front missions. Um, we've we've taught you and I've talked before about the Confucius Institutes, but the sister cities program uh, that a lot of Indiana cities. And it and seems so incredibly innocuous, the whole idea of having a sister city in France or a sister city in Germany. Sometimes there's multiple sister cities, including sister cities in China. Yeah, the, the, the Chinese aren't uh, interested in having uh, the Mayor Carmel to come over just to hang out. Obviously, they have a a much greater interest in bringing mayors of thriving cities like Carmel. I mean, Carmel is a is a is a thriving city and they want that relationship. They want to leverage that relationship and manipulate that relationship for their own good. So Indiana cities need to drop their sister sister cities programs now. And I I know with the new mayor of Carmel, I, I, I haven't spoken with her directly yet, but I'm, I'm a big fan. And I know she'll take this very seriously. The mayor of Fort Wayne is engaged in a sister cities program for a number of years. And I've warned the city of Fort Wayne that they should drop that program. A lot of cities around the country and in our state have this this Washington Post story. I hope everybody will take a look at it and read it. It's a warning shot that that uh, we need to take this more seriously as as China ramps up and amps up their interest in engaging with mayors because they realize that Washington has become more aware of their tactics, their espionage, their influence uh, programs through, through the United Front that we need to crack down on. Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District running for Senate in Indiana on the Republican side. I appreciate you taking the time uh, to be with us. More is coming up. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.